Welcome to the Let's Remember This podcast where we're taking time to slow down, sit down, and spend time in scripture. So wherever you're at, wherever you're listening, I encourage you grab a pen, grab your Bible, a notebook, and let's not only read scripture, but let's ask the Holy Spirit to speak and let's remember this. Good morning, everyone. It is Tuesday. Today is going to be a little bit later. I'm in a different time zone now. I'm in California this week for a few days. So if you think about it, pray for me, meeting with some pastors and leaders and super excited. Um, I'm a part of this thing called the Sea Rock Sessions, and this is our second year doing this. So I'm excited to be back. Um, It's kind of like an alumni gathering. So it's going to be a lot of fun, but I'll be a little later, uh, depending on the time change, but we are going to start today by reading Galatians 2, 1 through 5. So if you're newer to the podcast, we're reading the same scripture every day this week, and we're going to be focusing on a different verse and asking the Holy Spirit that as we read, he would really show us what it is that we need to remember. It says that after 14 years, I went up again, this time with Barnabas. I took Titus along also. I went in response to a revelation and meeting privately with those esteemed as leaders. I presented to them the gospel that I preach among the Gentiles. I wanted to be sure I was not running and had not been running my race in vain. Yet not even Titus, who was with me, was compelled to be circumcised, even though he was a Greek. This matter arose because some false believers had infiltrated our ranks to spy on the freedom we have in Christ Jesus to make us slaves. We did not give in to them for a moment so that the truth of the gospel might be preserved for you. The part that I really want to focus on today is the second verse where it says, I went in response to a revelation and a meeting privately with those esteemed as leaders. I presented to them the gospel that I preach among the Gentiles. I wanted to be sure that I was not running my race in vain. I wanted to be sure that I was not running my race in vain. This shows us, and it showed me just a piece of Paul's heart, that he did want to make sure that what he was doing, it wasn't for nothing. Because obviously, he was running a pretty hard race when he had went from persecuting Christians to now a lot of people not accepting him, not accepting his gospel. He wanted to make sure that he wasn't doing this for nothing, that he wasn't running in vain. What I really felt like today, the Holy Spirit was speaking to me as I'm literally running around a city this morning, was that it's not for nothing. And that's such a simple thing, but just that reminder that when we are giving everything to Jesus, when we are living our lives and running our race for him, that it's not for nothing. But there might be times where it feels like it's for nothing. And I have those moments, probably more than I'd like to admit, where I'm thinking, what am I even doing this for? What is the point of this? But always recognizing that Paul, he had an eternal perspective. And I love that later, um, another time we see in Paul's writing in Philippians 2.16, he says, holding fast to the word of life so that in the day of Christ, I may be proud that I did not run in vain, in vain, did not run in vain or labor in vain. See, he talks in other places in his writings that he was seeking to say, okay, I want to make sure that what I'm doing, in some ways, I hear him saying is for the right reason, that it truly is for Jesus, that it truly is all about Jesus. 
he was going to these other esteemed leaders and he was going and he was talking to them and sharing his gospel with them, meeting privately with these, it says, esteemed leaders to make sure that it wasn't in vain. As I was thinking about that today, I was thinking about this idea of eternal perspective of how sometimes our idea of something not being worth it or something not have been been a win or not having been a success is with our earthly eyes. And how many times I am in a spot where maybe I'm tired or I just finished doing something or I finished serving someone or um, maybe even sometimes it's I'm super generous and the person isn't grateful and I can instantly start to go to, well, was it all for nothing? Like, did that even matter? What I just did, was it all for nothing? But when we have that eternal perspective, we realize that what we even deem as something or a win is so much different in the eyes of God. And realizing that for God, it truly is all, were we showing Jesus? Were we acting like Jesus? Were we loving like Jesus? Were we serving like Jesus? And realizing that we truly are playing a small part in this greater story and we may never understand fully the race that we ran or why we had to run it that way until we are with Jesus in heaven for all of eternity. And so for me right now, I'm in a season where life is getting pretty busy. I pastor a church and we do a lot with college students and students are coming back and there's a lot of things that we're going to be doing that I'm going to be honest, it sometimes is like, what are we even doing this for? One of the crazier things is we will pass out thousands of packages of ramen noodles with invite cards. Um, but we want students to know like, hey, we're here. If you're looking for a community to spend time with Jesus and to you know love and have people love you like Jesus, like come hang out with us. So it's worth it. But um, last year, people were still talking about how I, I missed the, this last year passing out ramen but it happened in the rain and it was one of the most like defeating exhausting days and it's like why did we do that but then later we'll hear stories of people being like yeah I got involved in this community and I grew in my relationship with Jesus because I got a package of ramen noodles and now that's just like a small thing and I know even in comparison I feel silly mentioning that because Paul's sitting here being like I'm gonna be beaten for the gospel you know I'm gonna do all these things for gospel the gospel and, and even realizing that, like our American perspective, for those of us who are in America listening to this, like we really don't understand even what Paul is beginning to say when he's like, I want to make sure that this race I'm running isn't in vain. Like I want to make sure that when my body is being beaten and broken, that it's not for nothing, but that the gospel I preach, that it's true, that, that this is it, that it's pure and it's all about Jesus. I don't want anything other than Jesus. And that's what I want it to be about. And so that's kind of what I was thinking and I felt like the Holy Spirit really wanted me to remember today is that what he decides as a win might not always look like a win in my earthly eyes, but to have that eternal perspective as we run our races, to be thinking about eternity, to be thinking about Jesus in everything we do and remembering that there is so much more going on behind the scenes than we could ever possibly comprehend. That we have no idea how God is is working things out for his glory, for his good. We have no idea the role that we're playing as we run our race. So in those moments when it's painful, in those moments when it's hard, in those moments when we feel like maybe we don't know if we can labor anymore, to be reminded that we are not laboring in vain when we are laboring for the gospel. 
that we are not doing this for nothing, but we are a part of the story of God creating us in his image, calling us into relationship with him. And we get to be a part of helping others experience that love and that relationship for all of eternity. And so when we are going about our days today, may we just remember that we're not laboring in vain. And to, to just to ask, take a minute and take, shut our earthly eyes off and open our eternal eyes and say, God, will you show me? Will you give me that eternal perspective and remind me that I will not labor in vain, but that you have something greater in store and that it will be worth it. So I'm going to read those verses again. So then after 14 years, I went up again to Jerusalem, this time